You're listening to Spark People Radio with Lily Hills and Karen Hudson. Check out the latest diet, fitness, and nutrition tips on sparkpeople.com. You're listening to Spark People Radio because every day we can use a little support in keeping focused on all of our health-related goals. Let's face it, it's not easy. We need that focused support. And I'm your host, Lily Hills, and we're continuing the conversation with Andy Bellotti, a registered dietitian and champion of healthy food and healthy human beings. This guy is really out there spreading the word about some of the foods that we are eating that are incredibly toxic to our bodies. We need to know about this so we can make the choice to eat or not to eat. So, Andy, the Food and Drug Administration took steps last week to eliminating trans fats in food products. Yeah, this has the potential to be a huge public health victory. Last Thursday, uh, the FDA basically proposed measures that could essentially eliminate artificial trans fats from the food supply. And they're doing this by declaring that partially hydrogenated oils would no longer be categorized as generally recognized as safe. And if that's the case, which I truly hope it is, they would be out of our food supply. This is so extraordinary. I mean, something that's a that's a that was a multi-billion-dollar industry, but I think a lot of people who who experienced the the incredibly negative effects from it said, "All right, I don't know why this isn't gone." It became so obvious. That's sometimes what has to happen. It has to become so obvious that the the plug is pulled on it. Well, of course, and this is why I think nutrition policy and politics is so key, because you could educate people on trans fats for as long as you want. But truly, the most effective way of dealing with the issue is to have policy that eliminates them from the food supply. That really is why it's so crucial to not only rely on education. Health education can definitely have its place, but you also need good policy to back you up. That is absolutely true. And it's in order to make sure we have a healthier population, if it's available, we, we are under the assumption that it's a safe product if it's available in our food supply. And the FDA can't police everybody. It's impossible to really understand the ramifications. And plus, there's so much money in that game that, that it's really it's rigged. It's a rigged system. Exactly. Like you said, the FDA only has so many resources. As it is, it's already under quite a lot, under quite a financial burden. So it's definitely not wise to think that just because something is for sale, uh, available in the market, that it's safe. And one thing that I always come back to is you can purchase cigarettes uh, in drugstores or in supermarkets. That isn't to say, though, that they are not harmful. What What do you say to the people that say that those of us that are kind of really understanding uh, how many of our foods have toxins in them, you know, and even in the packaging in some cases, that they say that we're extreme, that it's a, an extremist perspective. Uh, how do you respond to that when people say, hey, you're taking it too far? Well, what I consider extreme is the fact that you can go to some fast food chains and get, you know, 12 teaspoons of sugar, in a certain item, you can get 1,500 calories in another. You have uh, an ingredient list where a fast food hamburger bun has over 25 ingredients. That, to me, is extreme. Yeah, that's well uh, said. And, you can't yeah. argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that what's important is that, because I also hear a lot of times the, the argument of it's elitist. But if anything, 
public health and food advocates are advocating so that everybody has access to healthy foods. In fact, one of the big causes in the food world is uh, getting access to healthy foods in impoverished communities. So we want everybody to have healthy food. It shouldn't be a right. It sh- I mean, I'm sorry, it shouldn't be a privilege. It should be a right. Oh, I so respect that. And it's absolutely true. And and I am grateful for, for those people out there that are doing the research that I can read because not all of us have the time to look into what what we are putting into our bodies. A lot of people, kids out there, working moms and dads, they are so stressed. It almost stresses them out more to think about what's in the food. So it's very easy to stick our head in the sand. But you either you can pay for that later, for the, the, the lack of awareness that choosing foods that are best for your body is the smart way to go starting now. The past, inconsequential, but what you do from this moment forward is what's most important. And I think that one of the reasons that change is being made is because more of us are coming together and speaking out about it. Absolutely. And I think it's so important to work with people because the food industry is so good at deceptively advertising foods that are not healthy as being healthy. Case in point, sugary cereals, which are minimally nutritious, but just because they tack on vitamins and minerals during processing, they're advertised as being a great source of vitamins and minerals. And a lot of people, I don't blame them, see that in the packaging and think it's a healthy choice. Well, when they use the word healthy in the title, that should be illegal. I'm actually surprised that there has not been a a stronger stance on that because Mm. they're allowed to put that on a box of cereal that children are eating. The children, that's a very, very big deal that there's there's deception around what we're putting in our babies' bodies. That's that's a very big deal. I did hear, too, that uh, Kraft Foods is working on changing because people came together and spoke out. Because these kids love that mac and cheese. And I, I know so many parents say it's the only thing I can get my kids to eat. So they're finally coming out with a more, uh, a, a, and I'm using air quotes over here, a healthier version. I would say a less unhealthy. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm with you. Well, so it's one of those things where, yes, they are getting rid of the artificial dyes, not in all the varieties, just in some of them, uh, but at least these dye, specifically yellow number five and yellow number six, will be uh, replaced and with dyes that are from natural sources, which... That doesn't uh, sound so good now. Now I'm not as excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a a minor variation versus we're going to give you a healthy version of this, because there is a way to make that delicious, I'm sure, while having more nutritional value. Yeah, and I think it comes out to... Part of it comes down, again, to policy in the sense that, and it goes back to this trans fat ban, where if ingredients start to be recognized for being problematic from a health standpoint and we can get policy around them, that really is one of the best ways because the food industry is going to respond to that first and foremost. If there are laws that are passed, if there's mandatory changes, they have to do them. We really can't depend on the food industry to do voluntary changes. That hasn't really worked in the past. Not so much. <laughs> exactly. Not not so much at all. Well, you've got a lot of wonderful wisdom to share, Andy Bellotti. What is the best way for people to find out more about what you know about the best way to take care of their bodies? Thank you. Well, you can follow me on Twitter, and that's at Andy Bellotti, A-N-D-Y-B-E-L-L-A-T-T-I, and also my blog, which is smallbites.andybellotti.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Andy. I I truly enjoyed hearing your perspective today, and I love how you responded 
to that particular question on why it's important that we kind of be extreme around our food. Putting what we put in our body, that dictates the quality of our health. So it's a very, very big deal. So thanks again, Andy. My pleasure. And next up, are you dealing with an injury that makes working out feel impossible? Well, our next guest has been dealing with an injury for the last few months and is going to give us tips about keeping our movement momentum going, even under challenging circumstances. You're listening to Spark People Radio, brought to you by Corningware. Bake, serve, store, it's that simple. Visit Corningware.com to make baking easier, giving you more time to do the things you love. Spark People Radio with Lily Hills and Karen Hudson is presented by Kenwood. Listen to the future.